0: Love, talk, radio. We're in the middle part of January here and by now most of us have kind of forsaken our New Year's Eve, New Year's resolutions. Some of us can't even make it to January 3, if you're like me. But our next guest, she doesn't need, she did not need January at all. You know how we make these promises to ourselves that we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to start a new life, we're going to start a new health regime. Regime, um, Just, you know, we make all these promises. But this lady did just that. She, I don't know if she started it in January, she really did have a dream in her life, and she is living that dream. Let me tell you all about her. Her name is Cheryl Vienna, and she is a successful actress and a model. And she's also a musician as well, so we're going to talk all about that. She is one of the cast members of a new film called Freaky Tales, and she is also a very successful print model. She's done ads for Brands such as Lady Gaga's brand, Barstow Grant, she's done television commercials that are national, Uh, uh, what else, Uh, print ads for Sephora cosmetics that are national as well. Now this is what makes Cheryl's story so unique in that this lady spent 25 years as a executive in corporate America. Yeah. And so, but her dream, she had this dream that she wanted to pursue a career in entertainment. So she is also a cancer survivor. So after all of uh, the, you know, the, the corporate job and she, you know, was cancer free, she decided now is the time to go pursue that dream of becoming an actress and a model. And that is what she did. She moved from middle America to Los Angeles about two and a half years ago and she is more than living that dream. So I think that is just more than ever appropriate to have her on the show for this time of the year in January, because again, this is when people like to start over and start new projects and such. So what an inspiration her story is. So I'm going to be quiet, and we are going to roll it with my chat with model, actress, and musician, and she's also a filmmaker. We're going to talk about that as well. Her name, again, is Cheryl Vienna, N-A, so you can go find her on Instagram. So let's roll it with my chat with the very inspiring, very lovely and talented Miss Cheryl Vienna. Let's take a listen. listeners. I am so excited. I have my next guest on board and I've been talking about this interview for a lot of my friends all the week because I'm just so excited about her story. Wait until you hear this. Just you know, get close to the radio so you can hear this. Okay, her name is Cheryl Vienna and she is a beautiful, talented model as well as an actress and a filmmaker. So Cheryl, welcome to Film Festival Radio Show and thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me I'm excited to be here um It's quite an honor. How are you today <laughs> I'm very good I'm very good so let's just jump right in here. A lot to cover here uh one of the many achievements that you're doing, I should say currently. Uh you are a part of the cast of this upcoming new film called Freaky Tales that will be premiering at Sundance Film Festival later this month. That's just one thing. And then you have a very successful modeling career. But so we're gonna get into all of that. So let's let's just start off with this. Okay. You <laughs> I'm so into your story, Cheryl, because I have a girlfriend. I know, let's just go with this. Let's just go with this. With this being January and people are always making resolutions, they're gonna make the new year a better year and I think your story is so apropos for this. So, okay, you are a corporate were a corporate America, very successful corporate person. And then you just left that you're a cancer yes. survivor, and and yes. now you are a successful actress and model. So let's get started with how did, how did you go from suit and tie and pantyhose <laughs> and heels to L.A.?
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny. People ask me that all the time. Yes, I was very successful in corporate America, but I also have always had the desire to be in entertainment. And it just became at a point. I'm a cancer survivor too. And as you know, uh, when anyone gets a diagnosis, it changes your perspective on life. You become intentional. Yeah. And I became that person, the one to fill up that dash. You know, that dash mm-hmm. is born on, died on.
0: Yeah. And
1: it could say one year that you worked at XYZ company. You could say you worked there for five years
0: or thirty years,
1: and you get that one line. Now I decided mm-hmm. I'm going to fill up the dash. And that's what I'm doing now, filling up the dash with all the things that I believe I have the talent to do. So that's what I did.
0: So now uh, you were in corporate America in, was it Indianapolis? Uh,
1: (laughs) Yes, I worked in Indianapolis early on at Rolls-Royce. And then I worked at Lockheed Martin Aeronautics in Atlanta and um, Dallas, Fort Worth area. Then actually Pratt & Whitney in Malaysia.
0: Oh my and goodness!
1: After I moved back in country with everything, I decided it's time. It's time, and, and very successful roles, I might add. And so people say, "How did you do that?" Well, I just did it. I knew that I could and that I wanted to. But I tell people all the time: is
0: if you think you can, or if you think you can't, you're right. Right. Okay. So, did you dabble in any kind of acting? You know, within that corporate. Era of your life. Did you like do community theater or something like that or what? Well, actually I did dabble in it. I did a little commercials here and
1: commercials there But you really can't be successful in it unless you jump all in and unless you're in those areas that are prone to entertainment ie um, Los Angeles Atlanta, New York. Otherwise, you're just kind of dabbling. So I did that and it was of course conflicting with my corporate America schedule, because we have intense meetings, and you're you're not as flexible as you need to be to go to your auditions and whatnot. so but I did do it, and I enjoyed it. And then I said it's time. It's time.
0: Now, what was the reaction from friends and family? You know, here you are, you know, a successful corporate executive type, and you go, well, I think I'm just going to go to the crazy world of entertainment. What was what was their response to that? Well,
1: you know, it was all over the place, as you can imagine. Uh, it was, are you sure you're going to do this? And then it was, if anybody can do it, you can. And then it was, of course, the silence. We'll just sit back and see and watch. And um, then there was others that was So it it was all over the place. Um, But I was determined that I was going to be successful, or if not successful, at least try. You know, a lot of people sit back and go, I wish, I think, I could, and at the end of the road there, I wish, I think, I could, and never tried. So that was not going to be me. I was going to try.
0: And so – did you have a backup plan? Because, you know, family, parents, and grandparents, they always say, well, you, you better have a backup plan, Cheryl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, they do say you need to have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two thoughts about that. Um, I knew that I could always transmit—excuse me transition back if I needed to. But there's always, if you have a backup plan and you're thinking too strongly about it, then you go towards your backup plan. That's very true. Very true. I came to LA with boots on the ground that I'm gonna make this happen. Not thinking about a backup
0: plan. Okay. Let's talk about you're in LA. Did you get a round trip ticket or a one way ticket? (laughs) Well, one way. One way. Okay. Okay. It's day one. You're in LA. Did you have family, friends that you bumped with or or what happened on day one? Week one. Uh, Yeah.
1: Day one, I'm here. Uh, hmm. I'm in actually a little room. I go and I buy lights for my room to do my self-tape. I buy some paper to put up on the wall, and I just start submitting myself. I find an agent. I find a manager,
0: and I keep hustling. Okay. Let's go back a little bit more. (laughs) you're day one, you're in LA. You're not in a luxury penthouse downtown. You're, oh, you're no. in a room and you 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 don't have an agent waiting for you. Wow. Cheryl, that's scary. Right. That's very scary. <laughs> well, okay. I, I guess I should that in
1: back a little bit. I have one agent and I have a couple that I've had all along the journey, one in Texas and one in Atlanta. But it's not like having an agent and a manager here.
0: No, it's not. No, no shade no. on Texas and Atlanta. I grew up. No, not at all. No. Not at all. And
1: I'm very grateful to them. Very grateful. But awesome. not like having one here. Definitely. And not, not being very connected at all. I had a few friends here. Mm-hmm. um that are kind of in the business, but it's still not the same. You have to get out there and do it yourself, and there's no straight path, no. unlike going to law school, engineering school, et cetera. You know when you graduate, pretty much you're going to have a job. Yeah. That's not the case in entertainment. It, there's no straight path. It is not. No no. So I came here boots on the ground. Let's go. Let's do it. And so far it's been two years, and it's been excellent. It's it really has been. And I came here, as you know, at a later age. Not that I'm going to say the age, but okay. a lot later age. And so I'm really feeling blessed that I've been able to do
0: this. And that's what makes your story even more unique for especially women, women of color, really women of any color and race, but especially women of color, to that you didn't hit L.A. and you were 19. No, um, not at all. And still has found this type of success. So what was your very first gig? Was it an acting job or a modeling job? Oh, let's see. My very
1: first gig, well actually the first gig was probably an extra job. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, extra meaning background yes. role. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the very first one that I liked. Well this was the very first one at all, but I'm really excited the fact that I got to work with Lady Gaga. Oh, yes. um, delight! Just a delightful young lady. Um, by the end of the shoot, she was so inspirational; people were crying. Oh, um, so that was sticks out in my mind a lot.
0: Now, tell everybody what that job was with Lady Gaga's brand.
1: Oh, so she has a makeup brand called Hoss Labs. And she was launching her new foundation. And I became one of the faces for her foundation. There are about mm, eight people that were in the actual campaign that was all across the country in about 500 support stores. And there, I believe she has, I'm not sure, don't quote me on the number of different foundations to match your your complexion. But anyway, we spent a day um, with her and doing print and her encouraging us along the way.
0: It was really nice. Oh, that is so cool. So very cool. So so tell us about some other uh, ad campaigns and and, uh, TV commercials that you've done.
1: Well, TV commercials, if you turn on the TV, there's two that are playing right now pretty frequently. Uh, One is Floor and Decor, and the other one is paycheck. And so they run quite frequently right now. Um, another campaign that's out, uh, matter of fact, just saw it yesterday, Thrive, Thrive Cosmetics. Um, I am promoting their lip
0: gloss.
1: Oh. So I really feel blessed that I'm able to do the modeling and the acting. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that just do one or the other, and
0: I've been fortunate that I've been able to do both. You most certainly have been. So, okay, let's talk about the acting here. Now, I understand you are part of the cast of this new film, Freaky Tales, that will be premiering yeah. at Sundance. So, what, tell us about Freaky Tales and tell us about your role. Yes, yes, well, you know, I haven't seen the movie, and I only really know about my role, oh.
1: but I can tell a little bit about it. Um, you know, it's based in Oakland, 1987. The director, one of the directors, Ryan Fleck, grew up in Oakland. So it's talking about, you know, the era in which he grew up, and it's four interconnected stories that are set in Oakland, 1987, that tell the love of music, movies, and people beyond our knowable universe. So we'll have to see when it comes out exactly Um, what that means. I'm excited to see it. Now, my role, there's an all-star basketball player in it, Jay Ellis, and he's playing Sleepy Floyd, and I'm playing his mom.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Oh, how exciting for you. So, oh, to further speak of film, let's talk about your other very exciting talent that you are a filmmaker and you did your own film, <laughs> Sunshine Noodles and Me. Uh, Tell us about yes, it. I did that, too.
1: Uh, I created a film called Sunshine Noodles and Me, and uh, where well, the title comes from, at the time, I was living in Malaysia sunshine, noodles, we ate a lot of them, and meat. And it is uh, the heartwarming story of a young woman who finds out she has breast cancer before getting married and then moves to Malaysia. And it really focuses on Malaysia and how you can get through anything with love, faith, and wellness. Um, so I did that, yeah, about 10 years ago. And it received a lot of awards, a couple of awards at film festivals. But it really was me wanting to show people that you know you can survive. You know, if, if you think positive, if you have love, if you have faith, you can survive. We all know at some part we're going to expire, but while you're here, be positive.
0: Very you know, Surround
1: so. yourself with positive people.
0: Now, was it during as you were going through the the treatments for your breast cancer? Was that when you really, really decided to say, well, once I beat this, I am packing my bags, I'm going to L.A.? Or or when did it really just hit you?
1: Yes, ma'am. It was once I beat this, I'm going to be intentional about what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew what I was doing then was fine, but there was a lot more that I wanted to do. And I didn't know how I was going to get it done. I just knew that I was going to get it done. And you did. And I knew that I needed to be in L.A. (laughs) I love it. And it wouldn't have happened if she just didn't take that step and do it. Yeah. You have to take the first step. You have to believe in yourself.
0: Mm -hmm. If you don't believe in yourself, nobody else is going to. So when you're not acting and modeling and such, are you a a speaker on a speaker's circuit sharing your story or what? Well, interesting. I
1: haven't begun doing that again. However, I foresee it in the future. I did do a lot of speaking around the Sunshine Girls in Me um, documentary, but I haven't begun speaking again yet. But I do play saxophone, so that oh. is one thing that I spend my time doing, uh, playing the alto saxophone, and then continuing to hone
0: my skills
1: in the acting arena.
0: Well, Cheryl, it just is a parent, you were just born to be an entertainer. This corporate stuff just kind of, you know, <laughs> hitchhiked in your life. <laughs> but it, it was good for the time. It, yeah. was, it was very good for the time. But it, it also
1: allowed me to save money so I could
0: launch myself and do what I'm doing now. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely so. Well, as far as the music, are, do you want to form a band or do you want to be in a band or what? Well, I've been in a
1: few bands over the years. At one point, I thought I was going to be this phenomenal female saxophone player. And then I realized, no, that's probably not going to be me. But I still enjoy it. And I've played in various bands, funk bands, big bands, um, all that type throughout the years. So now I'm starting to focus a little bit more. And I have this goal of just doing one song. If I can record one song, I'll feel satisfied. I'll feel like I'm...
0: Well, it just sounds like knowing you, you're going to end up for sure doing a whole album
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with Kenny G
0: or somebody.
1: That's <laughs> Lord. But right now, I'm on this journey of, okay, what else can I accomplish in the, the film and TV arena, as well as modeling. Yeah, for
0: sure. The
1: whole package.
0: And finally yeah. here, uh, what's coming up next for you that you can tell us about? Um,
1: let's see. That was the caveat that I can tell you about. Yeah, there's yeah. a couple. Right. There's a couple of commercials that I have done that have not been released yet, so I can't talk about those. They should be fun, though. Okay. Um, when they come out. And hmm, I think that's it right now. But every time you open your email here, you, you never know. It's a new opportunities.
0: You're so correct. Somebody just handed me a note and wanted me to ask you. When you first arrived in LA, by the way, how long have you been in LA? I forgot to ask you that. Um, right
1: now, about
0: two years and two months. Wow, that makes it even more of a story. Um, okay, so somebody wanted me to ask you, how did you deal with, you know, you're there the first week, the first month, how did you deal with the your own inner thoughts of, did I do the right thing? This is really hard. You know, those kind of second guessing thoughts
1: yeah the the second guessing and i think it's natural to second guess but i am a um, strong believer and i believe that god gave me the opportunity to be here so far be it for me to second guess it you know i've thought Mm -hmm. about it most of my life now i'm
0: here i've got the opportunity i have an agent i found a manager we got to do this i think a lot of faith and prayer Faith and prayer, for sure. Absolutely. This is the last question for sure. What have uh, your former coworkers in corporate America, have you heard from any of them?
1: Um, indirectly, through social media, and they're all very proud and excited for oh, me.
0: That's great.
1: Uh, yes, they have nothing but positive things to say. Many of them knew I had aspirations when I was there, and so they're just cheering me on.
0: Well, I am definitely one of your biggest fans here (laughs) because I love these kinds of stories. So finally, tell everybody your social media handles and your website that they can keep up with you.
1: Okay. Well, my main social media is Instagram, Okay. and it's Cheryl Vienna with two A's in the end, so T-H-E-R-Y-L-V-I-E-N-N-A-A.
0: Okay, two A's. And that's where we can find you. Look at all your beautiful stuff, photographs. Funny. Yes, and
1: then I have an IMDb, and that's Cheryl Diana also.
0: Okay, I'm going to be looking for you to do a TED talk too. Mm-hmm. If you know, you're not the first person to say that. So that's mm-hmm. been buzzing around in my head. That just might be a twenty-four, twenty-five thing. Yeah, it's just your story's just begging for a TEDx TED talk. It's just, how can you miss? You will be Thank you so inspiring. So well. Again, Cheryl, thank you so much for this conversation.
1: I really, it's been my delight, my pleasure.
0: I just hope that women out there, women and men, whomever, hear your story and just go for whatever that dream is. That's right. yes. Go for it. doesn't matter what age you are, how young, how old, how middle age, whatever. Just just go for it like yes. you did. Because my thing is
1: you're old one day after you die.
0: Yes. Until then, keep doing it. <laughs> Well, okay. Yes. Cheryl, nice chatting with you again. And hopefully we will talk uh, maybe next month or so whenever whenever your next project you can know, always Oh yes,
1: that there. I would love it.
0: Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at Filmfestivalradio.com.